This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. And it's good morning to you and to you and especially to you, Habibi. My name is Alan Ford and this is the way we start the magical music of the Middle East. The seductive music, the beautiful music of the Middle East. And it's so good to be with you on clipcentral.com. I love celebrating. I just got back from Lebanon. So it's, I'm very, 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 um, ah, nostalgic. Irish blood and Lebanese blood. It's very interesting because we're going to talk about Celtic music in a, in a, in a short period of time. But that is Mashru Layla with a show called, called, uh, song called Roman. So there's good morning to you and to you and especially to you, Habibi. Isn't it? That's so seductive, isn't it? Uh, guys, it's just uh, a nice way to like start, uh, start the show in somewhere. Mm, it is. Very special guest in the studio, Christine Weir. Very famous for years. <laughs> Of not the midnight mass, and of course you've got Christine and the Celtics. Christine and the kilts. Kilts, I mean kilts, not the Celtics, the kilts, but it's, but the kilts include Celtics. That's right. But the kilts sing Celtics. Celtics. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> A feast of Celtic song. That's right. Yeah. But it's Christine and the kilts. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then two phenomenal actors have joined us in studio. The exceptional Graham Hopkins. Hello. Uh, years and years in the business that he. Well, 34, 35 years? 35, I think. 35 years? Coming up for 35, yeah. And Anthony Coleman? Hello, good morning. And 25 (laughs) years? 25. (laughs) Somewhere around there. Two uh, seasoned great actors, actress in studio. And uh, I think what a nice way to... To open, to open the show with some of the, uh, with, I think, magical music, because I think it's always good. And, uh, and also to, to have great, great, Stars in the studio So thank you for joining us Thank you for calling us stars yeah, <laughs> You are stars You are stars You know <clears throat> A star is someone That is able to sustain I think uh, In this business For mm. for How many years Christine have you oh, been Probably about the same as Graham Maybe slightly less Maybe 32 or something so, But so, quite but some th- time twen- 20s and 30s of years yeah, yeah On that stage Yeah Forming between Thousands and hun- tens of thousands of people that you, in your life, even hundreds of thousands, if you yeah. think about it. I mean, with, with the pantomime, at least hundreds of thousands. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really good to have you in studio. Thank you for, for joining us. Uh, also, later on in the show, we're going to chat to the winner of The Voice, Craig Lucas. He's in a great show called Born to Perform Shine, yes. happening at the Lyric. And um, they've got some great other people, t- uh, Tim Decker, uh, Ngumi, who was also part of The Voice, the winner, Paxton, the winner of Idols, and... Craig Lucas won The Voice, the recent one of The Voice South Africa. What's interesting we want to talk about, it was all over Twitter this this week. Um, Craig has discussed that um, he's finally dealing with the fact that he suffers from depression and partly that's because he hasn't been out the closet and uh, homosexuality. Yeah. Okay. So we can talk to him about that, but that's but we're not we're talking about the show. That's, I think, more importantly. And then if when I say this word, uh, Graham, to you, and I say the, the, the name Delia Sainsbury, mm-hmm. what's the first thing that comes to mind? Their school in Cape Town and the Waterfront Theatre College. Keith and Delia. I remember watching them on television, early days of television. Yeah. So yeah. I've got to tell you that we have got her on the line, and uh, we're going to chat to her in in a moment because this is something quite special. The Waterfront Theatre College is 
touring around the country with open auditions. Wow. And usually it doesn't mm. work like that. Mm. And so on the line, welcome to the show, Delia Sainsbury. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And I'm so happy that you are. And I mean, again, look at this, this, the group of thespians we have in studio, Dida, with Graham, Graham Hopkins, Anthony Coleman, <laughs> Christine Weir, and yourself. Um, firstly, years in this business, the question is, what does it take to make it in this industry? Wow, that is such a difficult question. I know. Um, <laughs> you mean apart from luck and the gods smiling on you and saying you're going to be the next Charlie Theron? I don't know. I think probably um, if we're talking about longevity of career, I think it it lies in, um, first of all, it lies in your training. You've got to have a first-class training, and the training must result in what you personally want from your future. You know, it doesn't matter where you train, as long as you are going to get the end result that you want. It's not a question of going to university or going to a Technicon or anywhere else. It's, it depends what you want your outcome to be. I also think it's a question of versatility. I know with the Waterfront Theatre College, um, it was based on the same principles of the theatre school that I went to in London, where we were all trained even in the very early days to be what's called the triple threat, which I know that is a, it's a kind of phrase that's banded around now. But if you've got a really strong level of dance, drama and singing ability, um, we're basically never out of work. Um, so I think you can then turn your hand from musical plays to voiceover work to creating your own work. It's, um, mm. it's a question of, of getting that versatility of training and then, of course, perseverance. It's, um, it's a profession that you've got to get used to rejection and you just mustn't give up, basically. I mean, 40 years in this business and you're not slowing down even, even more. <laughs> okay, And then you quote, of course, the, the words of uh, Stephen Sondown, who says, good times and bad times, I've seen them all and my dear... I'm still, I'm still here. here. Exactly. And, and I mean, again, when you sit, sit with people in the studio, you say, this is, this is what it takes. Um, but again, I, I watch the reality, you know, and I've, well, I've created two reality shows that, that were, well, whatever. People think fame is instant and the Charlises of the world and getting onto that stage is an instant thing and that, that, you, that you don't have to go to school. But you do. You have to go to a. You need to be to have work done on you. True. Obviously. Um, well, you know, I, I would. I'm, I'm. I'm not quite sure how to answer that question because people do get famous as a result of reality shows. I mm. mean, there's no doubt about it. And yet, for some people, it is a shortcut. Very few have longevity of career after it. Mm. Um, I mean, the instant fame can be because you're the flavor of a month and that dies very, very quickly. Mm. Um, but if you do want longevity in our industry, I think it's like any other industry. It's like anything. It is a question of perseverance and knowledge and being open to, to continue to learn and work with good directors, good choreographers, and always being thirsty for you know, looking at new work and exciting work. And again, I think that's probably the secret behind the college because although, you know, we've now, we're now in our 27th year in Cape Town. Mm. Um, I mean, I've been teaching, as you quite rightly say, since I first arrived in South Africa. But the secret is also to evolve. You know, the industry is evolving and if your training institution isn't evolving, 
then you're again you're going to be shortchanging your students, and they're not going to get out of it what they want. I, I'm especially so honoured to have you on the show. Uh, number one, number two is it's so cool because if you look at some of the people that have come from the Waterfront Theatre College, people like Ian von Memmity, uh, yeah. Angela Killian, Taryn Lamb, yeah. Leah van mm. Niekerk, uh, mm. even I'll never forget seeing uh, Hamand Galdenhuis when oh. he was doing a um, a show uh, with Richard Loring at Richard's right. place. Okay, at the beast where he at started the, off. That's yeah. where he started off, and uh, he and I said to him, "You're incredible! How did you begin this thing?" And he said, "I'm working with Delia and the guys at the Waterfront oh. Theatre School." And he, you know, a lot of people move from their little dorp towns or from Johannesburg to go specifically to Cape Town Cape to go and work with you, uh, and and you see the work come out in, in all over. All over the show. So, congratulations on that. Why the open Thank auditions, you. and why is this the new uh, new for you in your school? Um, well, you know, Cape Town's quite far from mm-hmm. everything, unless you're a local. And um, we found we were missing quite a lot of talent by not managing to get to the regions. I mean, basically, because we're auditioning for the full time school, the part time mm-hmm. school is a whole different ball game. But the full time school, um, they come from all over. In fact, we've got a lot of international students as well. And, of course, most of them are writing the trick. Because if you're looking at them deciding what they're going to do with their tertiary education, if they want to go into the performing arts, um, then they're also snowed under at this time of the year, writing the trick. And we were getting people going, you know, I really want to come to the audition. I can't make it. I just can't get there. I'm in the middle of biology or geography or whatever mm. else. Well, I don't have the finances to get to Cape Town, for that matter. Um well, yeah, I mean, that's also a problem. I mean, that's, that's also a problem with regard to the, the whole training process, which is why we are struggling so hard as well to continually fundraise, mm. because we've never, ever wanted the Waterfront State College to be elitist and just accept the people who can afford to pay the fees. Although I must just add that our overhead is being at CNA. Mm. We won't even go there. We're absolutely astronomical. Yeah, okay, but we try to do the very best that we can for talented kids from all walks of life. So, I mean, that was my, you know, piece my late husband's premise as well. I mean, it was just grab the talent wherever they may come from and nurture it and give them their ticket out of sometimes some very um, unfortunate backgrounds and give them that ticket to get out of there and, and realize their dream. So that's why we're doing it now. So we're going to... I Blum. love it. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Mm. We're going to Blom, Durban, PE and Joburg. And, um, you know, we've got people lined up then that are going, oh, thank goodness you're coming here because now you can see us and in the middle of all of this, we can't get down to you. So we're hoping to find some really great talent out there. And, and think, I'm sure we will. We did last year. And I think that is, that is really, very, very, truly brilliant. Dealer, you opened the school in 1992. That's uh, 26 years of magic. Um, I want to just add to the following. Of course, you, you and your husband, Keith, a legend in, in his own right. Uh, you know, so of course his memory is always kept alive and your work is kept alive. Uh, I know that uh, the work that you've done with, I think you and Richard Loring came here at the same time. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, if you think yeah, back, well, know. he was just before me. He came yeah. over to do <laughs> the like... boyfriend. He came over to from England to do the boyfriend, and then we came over, Keith and I, uh, about two years later, I think, to do West mm. Side Story. But I mean, Richard and I have been friends mm. ever since. I mean, we have parallel paths exactly. Our daughters are virtually the same age. I've got my eldest daughter in LA. He's got his eldest daughter in LA. Mm. Um, it's been quite uncanny, actually. And uh, we've retained that close friendship, as you say, ever since the first story days, which is wonderful. Dita, if I may ask, uh, I know that it's happening on the 22nd next week at the Red Hill School. Uh, again, I want to give a pun to the Red 
Fest, which, by the way, is happening the week after next, which is some phenomenal work that they're doing to take young actors and young stars with some of the veteran stars to to perform on the stage, to sing Amanda Strait. I'm going to have some of the top names all there and obviously performing some phenomenal uh, polka dots they're doing. It's going to be great. Uh, I want to give that school a pun because I think they're doing a lot of good work. So you're going to be there on the 22nd. Uh, where, are you, where are you next? Where are you now? Um, I'm still in Cape Town at the moment. I've got a big junior show on with um, about 180 children <laughs> for my sins. Every year I go, I'm never going to do this again. And every year I do do it again. I write an annual musical for the junior school. So at the moment I'm in the process of doing that. We open on Friday. And then next Tuesday we leave Cape Town and we start our what we call our rainbow tour. Paul, Paul Griffiths, who's my um, business partner, He's absolutely brilliant. I keep um, I keep trying to not say how brilliant he is because, you know, someone's going to poach him from me for sure. He's probably mm. the best director in the country. And he um, he's going with me, and we're going to go first to Blum on the 19th, Durban on the 20th, 21st is Port Elizabeth, and 22nd is Joburg. So it's a bit of a whirlwind trip, but I'm really looking forward to it. That's exceptional. So thank you for joining us, Delia. Don't forget to go to the Johannesburg. We're going through, we go throughout the world, this particular show. Uh, we got listeners all over New York, all over the place, including India and Lebanon. It's all there, they're everywhere. Um, but uh, if you are in South Africa, don't forget. Uh, can we go to a website or can I just call the Waterfront Theatre College just to find out where and how it all works? Yeah, um, I think the easiest thing you can go on the website is um, www.waterfronttheatreschool.co.za. Otherwise, you can simply um, phone the school, which is 021-418-4600. Didi, I love to do things simply. You know what? Google it. <laughs> Google it. Google it. Okay. Google it. Google it. Yeah. you legend. You Congratulations. Thank you for the work that you do for the industry. Hats off, and I look forward to having you in studio. Thanks for the opportunity. Cheers. Thanks. Be well. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye. Have a wonderful day. Great. Uh, great to have these stars. Now, hold on. Let, let's... Listen, we always between before Hoppers and I, we get someone to sing. So, so we're gonna, you're up, by the way. Graham, can you sing, Graham Hopkins? No, I can't sing. You must be able to sing. Double threat. Firstly, the, the two of you, I mean, this has been going on for, for some time. At, oh, by the way, we laugh. It's become the standing joke. Daphne's place. Daphne's place. Daphne's place. Yes. Theatre on and the then, square. The theatre on the square. And, uh, of course, then we, Nathan Rowe, who's uh, my co-host, he's not here at the moment. He's, he's actually on the field. We have, we have, we have a production company, so half the time we're busy filming on yeah. earth. Um, but, but <clears throat> here's the thing, is that, uh, it's become Daphne's place. You know, if we went to Daphne's, man, come on, go to Daphne's, to Daphne. <laughs> Wherever I see her, she, she, she puts on the voices. Pop into Daphne's, man. <laughs> Daphne's in the square. And so, yeah, Daphne's has become, I love saying Richard's place, Daphne's place, uh. Peter's place, <laughs> you know, Bernard, Bernard Jay's place. Sure. So that's how we do it. No, it's actually the, the, the theatre on the square. The on the square. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, uh, it's great that, uh, uh, Freud's last session, um, what a very interesting piece mm-hmm. that you are doing there. And it is, um, a story, uh, somewhat, of Sigmund Freud, played by yourself, and C.S. Lewis, played by you, uh, Graham, and Anthony, um, by Anthony, Anthony's playing C.S. Lewis. Lewis Graham, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, like a, it's, it's an intellectual <coughs> boxing match, that's what it is. And in the ring, in the left hand corner, we have Dr. Sigmund Freud, the, uh, uh, father of psychoanalysis, who mm-hmm. is suffering from terminal cancer. 
Mm-hmm. And in the right-hand corner, we have the rumbustuous Irish-born uh, C.S. Lewis, who is a, a, an Oxford and Cambridge fellow. Mm-hmm. And there, there, uh, Sigmund Freud is in a lifelong atheist. And, of course, C.S. Lewis, a Christian apologist and a believer in God. And it's the God uh, corner versus the atheism corner. And it's a fantastic debate boxing match, intellectual bo- boxing match. That's how I would describe the play. Now, I mean, I love that you say that. I mean, because it is, it is the mind versus the spirit in so many senses. Well, it's, yes, it's the it's and then, mind, mind and spirit together because they're both, they're both, they're both, both have an element of spirituality about them. But they're also, they're, they're debating in an intellectual, logical way the existence of God. And the atheists say, there's, you know, show me the proof. And, uh, the, and, and the, 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 the God apologists say, actually, there's got to be a step of faith. Now, I'm going to ask you the following, because I think it could be interesting, and we discussed this, Anthony and I, before. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the time, Sigmund Freud was 1856 to 1939, and C.S. Lewis was 1898 to 1963. All right. Mm-hmm. And obviously, within this field of, of upper English society, it was very possible they could have crossed, crossed paths. It is possible. It's very I mean, we possible. Know, we, 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 we don't know. We know that they didn't. So it's a, it's an imagined okay. meeting between these two. Okay. And Do we know that they didn't? We we I think we know that they didn't. It's well, fairly conclusive. He met with an Oxford don. Mm-hmm. We don't yes. know who it was, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, I think Mark Saint Germain was was imagining that mm. it would be Lewis. Uh, it would it would make perfect sense. For they both knew of each other's work. They yeah. both, uh, you know, the, uh, um, Lewis wrote critically of of Freud's work. Mm. So um, that that's the premise uh, of the play is that uh, Freud has written him a letter um, because he wants to talk to him and he wants to find out how he has changed from his shared atheism mm. to this complete conversion and he wants to know why and how. And Lewis tries during the course of the of the play to to persuade him. And he, because he, you know, it's not a, it's not an argument that either side can win, but it's a fascinating argument to watch and be part of because, you know, literally they both score points against each other the whole time. Now you look at a piece like this and you think to yourself and you have to, what work goes into preparing for Sigmund Freud, for example? I mean, this is because, I mean, we, we've seen a lot of people play Freud across the board. Mm. Um, we know the accent, of course, the Austrian mm. side of it, but, mm. but, but, I mean, the man was the genius. He created the the base or the premise for a lot of psychology. Father of psychoanalysis. Psychoanalysis. So, how did you get into his mind to do the role? Well, you know, the thing is, it's it's Which is quite written, fun. It's really, really well written. Um, it's it's based in 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 fact, in bio, biographical fact, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, who they were, and and of course, he was suffering from uh, terminal cancer, uh, oral cancer. He'd mm. had the roof of his mouth removed mm. because it was, mm. he was being eaten away by cancer, and he was wearing prosthesis. So, in fact, I. I wear a prosthesis because um, you know one's got to actually simulate that mm, and I got a, a rugby <laughs> a rugby gum guard and because uh, <laughs> I had to trim it down because of the rugby gum guard you can scarcely speak yes. but I used that um, for my for my upper jaw and that helps me to, to have the mm. sort of slight slight speech impairment that Freud would have had two weeks before he died mm. and, and that's when it's set um, and uh, of course, working with Alan Swerdlow, our director, I've got yeah, I've, worked, I've worked with him many, many times over the years, and so um, uh, that that was that was a joy working with Anthony on, on stage for the first time. We've yeah. worked on on in, on camera together, but it was the first time we worked on stage, and that was also great. You know, mm-hmm. let's let's look at this career, thirty-four years. Some of the best stuff that you think you've done. Think oh, you've done. It's, you it's kind of cool. Too. Like people say, "What have I seen you in on television?" <laughs> <laughs> well, if, uh, I, I, uh, uh, 
uh, my friend Theo Landy told me a story about. He was on a he was mm. on a, 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 an international movie with Charles Dance, mm-hmm. and somebody did this to Charles Dance. And am I allowed to swear on this? Yes, you can. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm quoting. Yeah. Say, yeah. I'm quoting. Again. Yeah. But somebody, one of the extras said to Charles Dance, now, what have I seen you in? And Charles Dance said, well, you know, many things over the years. No, no, but uh, names a few. And Charles Dance said, now, listen, I'm not going to stand here and recite my fucking CV to you. <laughs> <laughs> but of recent, I loved you in Tuesdays with Tuesdays Murray. Murray yeah. An incredible piece, yeah, by yeah. the way. Um, one of my... my my favorite books of all time, actually. Yeah, it's and a, it translated so beautifully onto the stage. It really did with, uh, with Asher Stoltz. Uh, he and I had a wonderful rapport. Um, and, mm. uh, yeah, he played Mitch. Uh, he played Mitch, yeah. Uh, he which played is the journalist who, who, who really wrote the story. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. My, 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 my friend, Jess van der Veste, he had, he had uh, Mourinho on. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, I always said to him, someone gave him the book and he was about to read the book and I said, don't read the book. Don't see the play, don't watch the Jack Lemmon movie produced by Oprah, don't, yeah, yeah. because it is scary yeah. Yeah. to go through that. Yeah. It's, it's a terrifying. Of course it is. I it's mean, for you to, again, to, to look at the, the two roles, both well, 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 Freud two well, weeks before he dies and then Motor Neuron. What it, what it is, mm. is is the fact that we all do this. We all confront our mortality at some stage yes. during our lives. We like not to think about it. We like mm. to forget about it. But there are times where we do. You know, we have elderly parents who die. Mm. And we, 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 we know that that's where we're all ending up. Mm. Every single one of us. <laughs> yeah. one thing where none of us is going to escape. And we need to know how we're going to approach it. How do we feel about it? Yeah. What, you know, and, and that's why I believe this is such a brilliant play. Mm. Um, because it's, it's, it, it speaks to everybody. So, it's some, not, it's yeah. not punting mm. any particular thing. It's, it's the kind of things that we think about all the time. I'm going to say one thing coming back to Tuesdays with Mori because you, you play that particular role of Mori. The, the concept of the living funeral to me is superb. Mm-hmm. I, um, and the concept is the following, that let people tell you how wonderful you are while you're alive then hmm. say, right. well, you're dead. Yeah. Let's have, let's have <laughs> my funeral. Let somebody you're tell invited me. to my funeral. To my fu- oh, I, it is one of the most yeah. beautiful things. And actually, yeah. if we start to live life like that, I do think yeah. it could change a lot of the way you see yourself, especially if you see yourself in the, you're not, if you lack slight confidence or you feel, um, um, not good enough, yeah. which a lot of people feel welcome to the human race. I was sure. actually watching a Lady Gaga interview recently and she said, a lot of the time I feel like I'm not good at all. Yeah. And she feels that way. Lady Gaga Lady feels. Lady Gaga, yeah. Feels she's, 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 she's just not cool. Talking about international films and people that, that, that you've done, worked with, um, Besides all your work, Anthony, uh, of <laughs> yeah. course, Blood Diamonds yes, <laughs> are yes. in there with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I throw it in uh, just because, of course, it's it's just a bit commercial. But again, the biggest job I've I've been on was it because um, it's fun. Uh, it was a blast. Uh, it was it was an amazing experience to work with 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 an American budget. Yes, yeah. of two hundred and fifty million dollars. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, and which I think they made. Back Did you have a trailer? <laughs> I, I had a trailer. Yeah. Uh, what's <laughs> what's craft like? What's it like? <laughs> it's damn fine. I'm just joking. And <laughs> the accommodation. And of course, you filmed um, uh, in in the yeah, west, at the wild, wild coast, coast. Sorry, yeah. and then you also and up in, in Mozambique. Mozambique as well. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. A, 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 a great, and of course, beautiful. You, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, kind of cool. Yeah, kind of cool. You had a conversation cool. you mentioned about Mexican reps. On uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad burritos on, on flights back from Mexico. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the havoc that does to your insides. Um, yeah. 
which was a weird conversation. Um, the yeah, the the thing about the Wild Coast was amazing. Mm. They built an entire sort of camp, a concentration camp, kind of mining mm. camp that they uh, yeah they actually wow. constructed it. That was uh, out of nothing. It was quite something. Well, it's great having you both in studio. We're going to have some fun in a little while. Uh, <laughs> Christine. Hello, dear. Hello, Ellen. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Christine and the kilts. <laughs> yes, that's it. A feast of Celtic song. <laughs> but, but I want to tell you something, because in the honor of, of, we started with Lebanese music yes, and yes. music of the, the Mediterranean or yeah. the Middle East. You have performed in a, in a show. I performed in a show that Harry Sidropoulos put on about 10 years ago, and it was called Songs from the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. and it, we had to learn everything from Greek to Spanish to Arabic to Hebrew to Lebanese. I mean, we just, we had to learn about 12 languages mm. in three weeks and, and sing it on stage convincingly to convince uh, expats from those countries. And we did learn it, but I can't remember any of it. So please don't ask me to sing any of it now. Habibi No. But what we're going to do, because we've got to do it before half past nine. This is what we've got to do. We've got to, we've got to, we've got to do a little bit of Celtic. I think. And I thought nothing is better than the beautiful song called Danny Boy. Okay, now, here's the thing, because we're going to do something now. So, so <coughs> water, clear the vocal cords, yes. We have no backing track. No. Okay, and we have no instruments. No. So you have got to do traditional, beautiful Celtic. Imagine that you're standing there on the, on the, on the beautiful, beautiful green grass of no Ireland. Okay, with, no on pressure. the potato fields. Okay. <laughs> May I say in advance, I have not warmed up. This is early morning, okay. but hey, we'll, we'll, we'll enter into the spirit of it. Okay. All right. So, oh, Danny boy, in three, two, one, cue. Oh, Danny boy. The pipes, the pipes are calling From glen to glen And down the mountainside The summer's gone And all the leaves are dying Tis you, tis you Must go and I must bide but call me back when summer's in the meadow Or when the valley's hushed and white with snow Tis I'll be there in summer or in shadow O oh, Danny boy Oh, Danny boy, I love you so. Woo, bravo. How cool is that? Bravo. Early in the morning. How cool. That's inspirational. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna play, I mean, well, hold on, before we play any more things. Yes. Not the Midnight Mass ran for how many years? I think, 20, I think about 25, yeah. 25 I mean, it went, years. we started in 1988 mm-hmm. and we did our last performances in about 2011, somewhere around there. So it was about 25 years, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was an institution. 
It was indeed. Tell us the start of it. For people that, that, that weren't around yes. 25 years ago, yeah. how did it begin? Tell us. That. Well, we were all out of work actors and we were, we sort of got together and decided to create work. That was basically it. So we rehearsed the Hallelujah Chorus, which mm-hmm. we, was our first piece. And we were looking for somewhere to perform it. And the Black Sun, which was the sort of, um, the hub of actors activity in those days, mm-hmm. said we could take the midnight slot if we wanted to promote our, sl- our show. So we took the midnight slot and we, as a joke, said we are not the midnight mass. And that was just how it sort of started. And um, people really loved it. So it, it sort of took off from there. And it was in this little cult. It was like a little culty place where mm-hmm. people would come to this dingy little theater and watch mm-hmm. us. And from there, it just grew and grew and grew. Um, and then in it sort of reached its <clears throat> peak, I would say, it sort of, that was in 1988, and then about 1990, we went to uh, Cape Town, to the Dock Road, mm. and from there it just got bigger and bigger. And it just, we carried on year after year with different people. Graham, my brother, and I uh, started it, mm-hmm. and uh, we carried on running it for many years with different people. Um, gosh, I can name so many names. Uh, Terence Rage, who... Now, now that you, Terence Rage is yes. now the... He's, he took over from Mark Knopfler as the lead guitarist of Dire Straits. I, I mean, mean, that, that is, is so cool. <laughs> that is like seriously cool. I mean, when, when he was singing with us, he always said, one day I'm going to get on stage and play with Mark Knopfler. He idolized Mark Knopfler. And, uh, it didn't happen, but he replaced him. So he did just as well. <laughs> and he's, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he's touring Europe now, um, with Dire Straits and he's still there. Uh, we've got Gideon Emery, who's now in L.A. I'm not sure what he's doing, but he's doing lot marvelous things in L.A. Um, who else has been in it? Gosh, there's been so many people. Adrian Galley, who you recently saw in mm. Auntie Merle. Uh, yes, brilliant. Uh, brilliant. He's in that. I mean, there's just been so many people that have come and gone from it. I can't even think of all their names now, mm. but there's been many. <laughs> Again, and I say this to all of you, because you've, you've all been across, the, you've done many different uh, Roles mm. besides just acting in this in this industry. Yes, I mean you own your own production company, Graham. Um, so, cultivating talent, paying it forward, sure, teaching people—it's kind of key, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're part of a community, and you have to you have to participate in that. So mm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Mm. And think about it, because without that, in 1988, you, you, you wouldn't have killed. I'm not yeah. saying that the talent doesn't exist, and it wouldn't yeah. have the platforms. Yes. It wouldn't have found the platforms. Sure. But when you're creating platforms, yeah, I think that's key sometimes. That's that's some of the key magic. I think that's so important to continually create your can. own work if you can. Yeah. It's just you can't wait for someone to phone and or the phone mm. to ring or, or whatever. You just have to continually be creating your own work. Mm. When the phone rings, great, and you can go and do the job, but mm. you can't stop and wait for it. I think that's Absolutely. very important. Absolutely. I mean, we were talking at Saga the other day yeah. about multiple income streams. You can't yeah. just you know sit and wait for the, for the yeah. next audition. Exactly. You actually have to get off your, your backside and, yeah. and make stuff happen. Exactly, oh, precisely. So, that's what, yeah. yeah, correct. And and now Christine and the Kilts. Yes, again, that's something I created as well. I mean, that was yeah. my love of Celtic music, and I really, I mean, I adore these old uh, Celtic songs. And um, I, it's just been something that's grown in in Cape Town. We've um, been performing there for quite mm. a few years, and we've been to Grahamstown, and this is our first, you know, chance at, at being in Gauteng. A incredible experience when I had three talk with Nadine. Yes. We went along to Ireland. Right. To see Celtic Sorry. woman. Yes. No, 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 see Celtic woman. Yes. And to see them create their first music video or their first, what they call DVD. Yes. Uh, at Sloan Castle. 
Wow. And they Lovely. were unbelievable. Yes. And they had all been in the theater on the West End. And one was uh, related to, I, th- if, I think it was was one of the top, uh, I think to Bono. It, it was wow. okay. his niece mm. or something. Yes. Uh, but the whole thing is, when you listen to some of that music, it reminds me a lot of actually the Arabic music. Yes. Or the, yeah. There's something so, so deep in it. Very. That it's, it's kind of eerie. Yeah. It, it's... Yeah, I, I don't know. There's people just ethereal. Is that yes, even a better word? No, ethereal, definitely. actually. Yeah, word. yeah. So it, it's 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 some of that magic. Now, on that note, because we're singing, you see, it's nice, and we're going <laughs> to get you to do a piece from King Lear. <laughs> my, my 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 Scottish grandmother used to sing a an, a Scottish drinking song to me okay. called uh, just just a wee Doc and Doris. Ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, if we know that one. So so, 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 so you see now this is where it comes up. You see yeah. what happens. See now, stick with me, Christine. Yeah, watch this. This is how it all works. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, Graham, how did that song go, please? Because you know, they, they, I, I kind of remember the whole thing, but whatever you said, it started like this: just a wee dog and Doris, just a wee dog. That's all, just a wee dog and Doris. So far we gang a war, and it goes on and on and on, on. And it says because they've been drinking. Mm-hmm. If you could say it's a brabrich moonlich nicht, you're all richt, you're ken. That's brilliant. Wow. <laughs> I'm done my singing now. You're not allowed to ask me to sing anymore. No, no, you, come on, I know, I know a similar one, and it goes something like this: it goes, I be. Long to Glasgow, dear old Glasgow tune. But there's something the matter with Glasgow, for it's turning round and round. Yeah, because that's when they come back from drinking. <laughs> I love you, people. Uh, this is CliffCentral.com. My name is Alan Ford. It is really good to be with you today. My three very special guests in the studio: Graham Hopkins. Top actor with Anthony Coleman again, another top actor, and of course Christine Weir, who is songstress, actress, producer. Well, you all are producers. You all yeah. you have it, okay? But um, incredible stuff. So, so I, I thought what we do is you have an, an album. Yes, I do. It's called. Are, are you selling the album at the show? At the show, yes. Because okay. yeah. you're opening this week. Uh, next, next week. Next Tuesday. Next, yes. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, Theatre on the Square. Yeah. Theatre on the Square. And so uh, I thought just for you. Uh, Mr. Hopkins and your and your granny. Okay, uh, um, we would play the Mull of King Tyre. All right, let's let's play. But you've got to sing with it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, get involved, Graham. <laughs> Are you ready? This is for this is for us this morning. Ah, genuine bagpipes there. Ah. We've got a bagpipe. The scroll, the scroll of the, the pipes. The scroll of the pipes. Yeah. <laughs> Past 
painted deserts The sun sets on fire As he carries me home to The Mall of Kentucky And that's Christine Weir Don't worry, don't continue This is really beautiful stuff It gets higher <laughs> It builds and it gets higher Which at this time in the morning <laughs> That is really time beautiful. To back out, uh, yeah, it's time to back out. That yeah. is magic. <laughs> this is so cool. Thank you. Oh, I so look forward. We've all got, and as you go go off the stage, Christine goes on the on stage. The stage. Yeah. Yeah. That is yes. the yeah. coolest thing. Yes. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about Freud's last session in a moment, and we'll, we'll continue with uh, Christine Weir. Um, <clears throat> something incredible is happening. We talk about the cultivation of talent. Uh, the Marinas family, um, Matthew and Gemma, have got a school. Mm. Uh, where they take young artists and young people right. and uh, they put on a show every year called Born to Perform. Right. And this is called Born to Perform Shine. And they bring in some celebrity artists, but you've never seen kids that rock a stage like this in your life. Last year they had the youth orchestra. Brian Schimmel is oh, the yes. music director. Mm. Um, the, the, it is an unbelievable... You, you, what you see kids do on the stage Wonderful. will blow your mind. Uh, there's an incredible little story I want to tell you about this school um, that's in Johannesburg. Is that um, there's a, 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 a young man with autism sure. who didn't fit in anywhere. Um, so his parents took him to the school and he sings a song and, you know, he, he can't read. He sings yeah. uh, Time to Say Goodbye oh. so beautifully. But this child has found a spark within him. Oh, wonderful. And wonderful. A, a yeah. autism. Mm. And, you know, isn't, that, isn't that incredible? Yeah, and I love that. And then, um, so Born to Perform happens Saturday night, 7.30 at the Lyric, and then Sunday, 11 o'clock in the morning and at 2.30, and it's young people, and it's brilliant, and it's going to be packed, so you've got to get your tickets. But um, we've got some, some incredible guest artists Again, it's taking our young talent and bringing them through sure. and cultivating it. Yeah. Uh, in Paxton from Idols, uh, Tambeka Nguni Ngumi from uh, The Voice, and the winner of The Voice, Craig Lucas, who now joins me on the line. Craig, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Craig, I'm excellent. Craig, you've got to speak up. I'm sorry. The, the line's not great. Is it better now? It sounds better. Uh, so, firstly, it's cool to be a part of Born to Perform. Absolutely, I'm so excited to be a part of the show. All right, Craig, I do need you to speak up loud, brother. I, I can't hear you. I'm sorry. It's uh, you know, it's it's it, Vodacom. Uh, <laughs> so let's, let's let's try that again. So just speak loud and clear, uh, Craig. Uh, it's nice to be a part of this process, eh? and it's nice to be working with young people. You yourself have just hit the the tarmac, uh, as I as I would say, uh, by becoming a, a star from The Voice. Yeah, absolutely. I. Initially, they asked me to be a mentor. One of the kids, I thought that I might not be ready um, because I mean, I just started my career, but just getting to work with a with a kid from going um, to perform was incredible. They're so talented and they're so eager, and they just remind me of myself so much when I was your age. Mm. So I'm pretty excited. Craig, what was it like winning the voice? Tell me about that experience. It was incredible. I didn't think that I would win. I entered the voice. So that I could become better as a musician because I knew that I would get so much help on the show and we get to work with some of the best musicians in the country. So I entered just wanting to become a better musician, but winning the show 
it's completely changed my life. I mean, I went from working a regular nine-to-five job to getting to live my dream every single day. And I think that's what it's about, especially if you've got the talent, because you wouldn't win a, a competition like that unless you did, did have the talent. Craig, I, I, you know, you said when you won The Voice in July that your dream was to take your mom, and you did this for your mom, uh, on a holiday. Have you been on your holiday yet? <laughs> Unfortunately not. I've been so busy. Um, okay. Craig, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, Craig. I don't mean to interrupt you, my brother, but let me tell you, when the... Tell mommy we'll take on a big holiday, but when the money's coming in, rake it. You gotta rake it. Okay. Yeah. So, so you've been so busy. Yeah, we've been obviously doing so many shows and traveling. Um, what I've tried to do is take my mom with me for the shows that I do. There. I'm doing mm. shows in Jogo, guy. I'm doing it after the shows that I do there. Um, just so that she can travel with me sometimes instead of just like staying up in Cape Town all the time. Craig, we get people to do this in the morning. Do you feel like singing something for us? <laughs> I'm a little sick of that. Oh, you little, you sound a bit horsey and you say, okay, yeah. all right. We'll le- Craig will let you off the hook. Craig is off the hook, but, <laughs> but I'm going to get you, Craig. Don't worry. I've got your number. I'm going to, I'm going to get you. So don't worry. You know, we got here at Cliff Central. We got, we, we, we got plans up our sleeves for you. Don't worry about that. Yeah, um, okay. Craig, I'm so happy that you are a young, talented person that won the voice this year. You are the top star at the moment. You, you're all over the place and, and it's a really good thing. And I, and I say rake it in because it's, because, you know, in, in, and it happens in the business and the people I've got top people that have been in the business 25, 35, some close to 40 years of sitting here with me in the studio, some of the best actors in our country. And there are days when you hit those highs, when you've done the Blood, Blood Diamonds and you've done the top shows and you've done uh, uh, Not the Midnight Mass and then there are those quiet times. So that's why you've got to embrace the times when it's flourishing and then you've got to cultivate when when it doesn't. So just just keep that in mind. Uh, so, uh, so 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 uh, we just wish you the best and we, we just can't wait to see more of you coming up through the ranks and, and again, showing that talent is is what it's about, ideally. Thank you so much, man. I I feel like this is only the beginning, so I'm just excited about what the next year, particularly the whole It's been a year since the voice now, mm. and I sort of want to now start building my band as just a musician and not just a guy who won the challenge. Mm. So, mm. Yes. Um, so, so I'm just excited to work hard and, and see the people that I do have what it takes. Craig, I, I'm going to have a personal moment with you for a sec. Uh, Twelve years ago, I, after doing 702, after doing a lot of television work, um, I also ha- had the, the crossroad in my life where I was quite depressed. I didn't know what to do with it, and I realized that if I don't live my truth, um, I am not going to be able to live my life. And I, too, came out the closet. Um, recently, just this past week, all over Twitter and various platforms, uh, you have, uh, you've discussed the fact that you've dealt with depression and that you've come out. Uh, how's yeah. that been for you? How, firstly, do you feel liberated? Definitely. I, it's weird. I, I just feel normal. But I, I haven't felt normal in such a long time, but normal is so huge for me right now. And... I'm able to think straight again. I just have to worry about everything I see and how I feel it, the way I went through I was working. I don't have to worry about this thing anymore. So now I've got more time to think about my art and think about what's important. Um, so yeah, I feel absolutely liberated and I'm incredibly happy that I did what I did. 
Craig, have, have, have people known for a while behind the scenes, your people like your mom, people like uh, your managers, people that have worked with your friends, or have you kept this under wraps? Um, a few people, my mom did that, she was like very really close to me. Well, Craig, we've got such wonderful things. I've got to tell you that I have now taken over the exec producer role of Mr. Gay World International. Um, so we're going to get you involved with that. That's the most incredible people on earth, by the way, what these people are doing. What the, people from Nepal and India and changing their societies and building shelters for people that are kicked out of their homes and some incredible stuff. So, Craig, you, you're on the bandwagon <laughs> to, 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 just to come and join the, the – just the whole thing. And it's not about – it's about – you know, the more we can help other people in life, sure. the more we can do so many more magical things on this earth. And then, and, and I want to tell you, I'm very proud of you. And uh, you've got my number, uh, so you yeah. can call me anytime. And if you need advice, listen, we've got a whole troop of people that can help you out. Uh, that, that's and I mean that number one. And number two is that I've got to tell you something. It, it's a statement that I once said. It is really not the most interesting thing about me. It's, it's, just, it's just who you are. It's, it's, it's really yeah. like, there, there's so many more dynamic things if you want to know. But, you know, where, who I kiss is really not, like, what is it? I mean, really? Yeah. And, and I want to share that with you. So just, just so you know, uh, be who you are, be proud. And I'm proud of you. So just, that's really cool. And I look forward to seeing it born to perform because I think that's the key. I, I mean, sure. hey, yeah. who you kiss, Craigie, it's your thing. <laughs> I just want to see you sing. Okay, I get better. <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> Craig yeah, Lucas, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, just the only thing I regret about taking this long is having missed out on being able to help a lot of other kids because I've gotten so many messages of kids telling me that they might not be able to come out now because they're still living with their parents and That's a cool thing. Craig, I'm going to say this. Mentors are incredible, and we can mentor each other in other aspects of life. Indeed. Okay, yeah. That's the first thing. Second thing is that um, the question, it is never too late, is the fact. And, yeah. and never, ever discount your journey because the journey that you've been through to yeah. get to this particular point last week is the journey that you needed to explain, firstly, to, 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 to feel that. Because it's brave yeah. to take the yeah. step. Some people have never never do it. Yeah. Um, number one. Number two. It's 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 so don't discount the journey because the journey gets you to the point now where you go, oh, what was I thinking? But more importantly, yeah. how can I explain and go through that? That being said, I will just do a shout out because shout outs are cool. There are Cape Town's got pride shelters where we where we look oh. after people and uh, and and and. And do you know what the coolest thing about these shelters? It's not just for gays and lesbians and transsexuals. If there's somebody that, that, that has been kicked out of their home for other reasons, we will also try to help them. Sure. You know, you don't mm. have to just kick it, yeah. stick it mm. to, to one pigeonhole. Yeah. Pigeon mm. yeah. Uh, yeah. but people are people. And yeah. in the, 
Great words of Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Are the happiest people in the world. <laughs> well, hold on. That's just a bit of a lie. Craig, look forward to seeing you in Born to Perform, my friend. And you got my number and you, we got, we, I've got you, Craig. We got, we're going to do some crazy stuff together. Don't worry about that one. Thank you very much. Craig Lucas for joining us. So that's a winner of the voice. Kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, wow. Wonderful. Isn't that cool? Yeah. It's cool. Wonderful. Cool. Brave, brave, bravery of the soul. Bravery of the soul. Um, coming back now to Freud's last session, um, Daphne's place at the theater on the square. Yes. Uh, the, um, Orton General Theater. Orton General Theater. We love yes. Carolyn Stain because it, you know, it always is important. Carolyn's the patron right. of the theatre. We love her work. Yes. Um, uh, again, it's such a wonderful, intimate space mm. to be able to, to perform this type uh, of show. It's great. The, 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 the acoustics work brilliantly in that space. You, you really don't have to, to stress yourself at all. Um, and it's, it's uh, yeah, we can really create quite an intimate experience. It's, it's quite fantastic. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and what do you love about being an actor? Or being in the business, I think it's a it's a bigger question. Yeah, what do you love about it? It's such a difficult one, you know. I mean, I, you were talking about fame earlier on, and I think if if you're looking for fame, then then mm-hmm. become an actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are other ways of get getting celebrity famous. status, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not about fame. Twitter and show your boobs, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah, it exactly. really isn't. And I mean, you know, I, I, I I'm flattered if people you know recognize me or, or sure. something I've done and say that that that's great. But it's not about celebrity status. I love the fact that I love the camaraderie. I love you know you you you. Uh, I mean I I haven't really kind of connected with 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 Anthony before in in the way we play Scrabble in the in the in the in the dressing room and really mm. got to know him well. And this is what happens is that you work mm. really closely yeah. with people for a while and mm. and you become you know it's the, the camaraderie is just fantastic um, and it's constantly changing because mm. you you know you, one day you're doing a, a pantomime or a a musical and the next you're doing a really serious play and the next you're doing a comedy and, and then you're doing King Lear uh, and then you're doing King Lear yeah, which is I, phenomenal yeah, absolutely yeah. I mean I did I, that, I had fantastic opportunity to go and do King Lear in, in, mm. at uh, university in the United States and we did Wonderful. it in the original pronunciation Correct. so not in not in uh, you know not in received pronunciation the modern um, so yeah, it's just the variety um, and I've mm. done things that mm. I would never have dreamed of doing I've Flown a, a, a light aircraft, actually sat in the pilot seat and flown it because <laughs> the, the person, the co-pilot was was actually flying it. But she was she was teaching me how to do it at the same time. So I actually flew a plane. <laughs> I've, I've abseiled down mountains, things that I would never have dreamed of doing. <sighs> Because and I've had to because do them on screen, so you do them. You mm. know, yeah. it's just it's wonderful. I've travelled all over the world. It's been wonderful. Mm. Uh, and for you, and for you, Anthony. Yeah, very similar things. Uh, I, I, um, it's the craziest thing you've done. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I can't speak to the craziest thing I've done, but I, I got to shoot two movies in Mauritius earlier this year, which mm-hmm. was a treat. Uh, I was there for two months. Um, and phenomenal. Yeah, riding horses and scuba diving and that sort of thing, because that's what the, the movies were about. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite an adventure. Being and, an actor. And, and, and something I would like to ask you guys, uh, film, television, stage, all completely different. Which one? If I had to say you had to pick one. It's a hard question. They're all completely different disciplines and, uh, you, you have to get your head into that, into that space. One of the things that I really enjoyed while watching this movie that they made of, of, um, uh, uh, Maggie Smith, then oh, yeah. Maggie Smith, the, mm. the four, the four, the four old mm. dames, mm. and they got them around a table and they were talking about it. And you know, people like Maggie Smith and and and, and Judy Dench saying the one thing that is universal is when you're on a big film set, you think it's terribly glamorous and you've got your trailer and all that kind of stuff. But they said, and these are the top, top, yeah. top mm. performers. They said it is 
utterly, utterly terrifying. <laughs> and I was, quite, I, was quite, I was quite gladdened to hear that because it is terrifying. You know, when you've got a set of 150 crew and, you know, there are, are carriages and horses and, 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 and lights and everything, and suddenly the camera is on you. you yeah. And, and it's your line. Yes. <laughs> terrifying. Big pressure. Terrifying. Yeah. Sometimes more terrifying than live performance in front of a thousand people. Mm. Yeah. 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 Sure. Well, yeah. because remember that horse cart has to walk past, go past you at that exact time, and, and, you and say you don't say that properly. Not fluff it. Money, time is money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, well, you, you get maybe ten takes, but I mean, seriously, the yeah. horse is still got to go back. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, and then you've exactly. got to clean up the horse shit because no, the, the, <laughs> the stakes are really high. Yeah. The stakes can be really yeah. high, and it can be utterly terrifying. Yeah. And it was wonderful to hear, mm. you know, seasoned. Um, at the absolutely, you know, the the the, the most famous of of actresses yes. actually admitting to that Third. and saying it's terrifying. It's, it's terrifying. Comfort's one. It's wonderful. Mm. But it's terrifying. Mm. <laughs> uh, Berksy said to us when we were, when I started radio with him twenty years ago, um, if you don't have the butterflies in the stomach before you get on stage, yeah. there is something wrong. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's when you don't. No, you will step, be flat. You'll be then flat. step yeah. out the business yeah. Yeah. because if exactly. you're ever gonna be so sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're in the wrong field. Yeah, um, which is which is everybody shakes sure. and shivers, and that's takes the breath, and exactly. so you obviously feel that way when you get on stage. Yeah, yeah I, I think uh, theatre is more of an actor's medium. The the TV is more of a director's medium, mm. which. Uh, Certainly in this country, we, we, we shoot very quickly. Um, mm. and yes, it's, it's all about Sorry. getting, the, getting, Sorry about that. getting <laughs> the shot in the can and, and moving on. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, theater, at least there's, there's, you know, you, you, there's more scope to take ownership of, of what you do. It's, it's, uh, mm. it's a much more rewarding experience, I think. Uh, For an actor. Yeah, yeah. I think it's as right. an actor, I mean, yeah. As an I actor. think that, that, yeah. that audience members tend to think that movies are more real. But in fact, for the for the actor, they're not because mm. it's it's made in little sections yes. which mm. are cut together on an editing floor, and that's you go and watch yeah. it afterwards. But uh, in on stage, mm. you hold that stage, mm. and mm. for the time that you're on the stage, it's exactly. And then in music, Ex- well, I mean, it's the same thing because if you go into a studio and yeah. you fluff a mm. note, you can you can try twenty times to get that until it's right, and then you put it mm. in. On stage, you have one chance, the same as you when you're mm. acting. You've got mm. one performance; you have one chance to sing that song with that audience, and you have. To actually get it right, we we opened the show with Gideon Sainsbury and getting young people to to the theatre school to the colleges and the, the, we have a number of them mm. as I said born to perform doing it as well. Sure. Um, uh, uh, advice to young people, Anthony, hang in there, <laughs> Graham, and go and watch theatre. Lots <laughs> of people in theatre schools who don't actually go and see what's on. Mm-hmm. When, when I was started off, I mean, I, I, I love going to the theatre. I love seeing theatre. Mm. Do your own thing. Get out there and do your own thing. Sell yourself. Show people what you're about mm-hmm. because no one's going to find you. And a very important thing that uh, Graham Hopkins said was that diverse, diversity is important. Exactly. Voice over work. Yes. Then go and work on the voice because you can you – know, I don't mean the voice, Craig Lucas. I'm just saying on your voice. <laughs> on your voice. Go yeah. and go and if you can sing – pantos are fun. Then do a panto. Do ch- what I'm saying is fill the gaps. Yes. Use every yeah. talent you've got, basically. To fill the gaps. Yes. Because you don't want to be sitting three months. Yeah. It'll drive you crazy. Yeah. It'll drive you mad. Um, I want to thank our very special guests in studio, Graham Hopkins and Anthony C- Coleman, the frauds. Freud's last session. We've got four last sessions to go. Yes, yeah, correct. Uh, that's what I want to Four more shows to go. Four Is more it, shows. Does it go anywhere else after this? 
no. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We, We're hoping yeah, to take yeah. it elsewhere in the country, but I think it is a last chance to see it in Joe. Yes. So please get the tickets. It's yes. Now the four more shows until Sunday. Tonight, Tonight Friday, Saturday. Two shows on Saturday. Okay, yes. Great. So Six please don't, don't miss, don't miss the show. And of course at Daphne's place, the Auto and General Theatre on, on the, the square. square. And it's close. It's wonderful. Please go and see the show. It's wonderful. And see the work that they're doing. Very quickly, what's up next? What's up there? I'm uh, going to Curse of the Starving Class in Cape Town uh, at the Baxter Theatre okay. in October. In October. Uh, Graham, where are you next? A, a television series which is still under wraps. Great. <laughs> Keep that under wraps. Okay. Christine. Christine and the Kilts, a feast of Celtic song, happens next week also at the theatre. We're taking over from them. We're taking okay. over their Wonderful. slot. <laughs> and how long is it going on for? It's going on for two weeks only. So two. we've got two short weeks to do it. Here. And how big is the, the, the troupe? Is we are, the there are six of us. Yeah, there's six of us. There's a fiddler. There's an accordion player. There's a, a guitar. A, a drummer and a bass player. Promise me next week you'll pop in and do a quick song. Lovely. We would Will love you do to. do that? Yes, Give it another definitely. Plant. We'll bring the whole show, the whole C- cast, cast in. and do yes, a song. Definitely. Will you do that with me? Definitely. Wonderful. Yes. I want to thank uh, everyone for joining us on today's show. Uh, it's really been great to have Christine Weir, Anthony Coleman, Graham Hopkins, uh, Delia Sainsbury. Of course, don't forget, open editions are happening. Go Google it. It's that easy. That's how you do stuff. And Craig Lucas, one other voice. He'll be performing with Born to Perform at the Lyric, Saturday at 7.30, Sunday 11, and at 2.30 in the afternoon. Paxson from Idols is there. I also want to congratulate him for, for making that brave step of coming out. Uh, my name is Alan Ford, and of course, this is the show that keeps you smiling and entertained. It is The Unview, The Thin, The Rich, and The Fabulous. This is cliffcentral.com.